Hello, I'm Angela. And I'm Marie, the second half of this mother and daughter team. Welcome to Chalker Checkups. We're here to guide you on your quest for spiritual knowledge and enlightenment. Back. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> Every time, the same starting. I can't remember. I'm so old that, uh, you know. Hello again. <laughs> It's so say, great to say hello again. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, when you're 70, you meet someone new every minute. Oh, I hope it's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so with that in mind, I will really have to squeeze out all of your knowledge. <laughs> Good luck. Within the year. <laughs> Good luck. So talking about squeezing knowledge out of you. I think that a lot of people might be curious to hear about our place in the universe. What else is out there? I know you've had a lot of experiences with different astral or unique beings or energies. And I figured we could talk about that a little bit today. There's some things out there and there's certainly some things right here on earth that you're liable to run into. If someone was doing the kind of work that I'm doing, there are some really interesting and different um, people out there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and they are people. Uh huh. So one of the most interesting things that have ever happened to me in my 50 years is that I started doing this reading for this young man and I'm looking at it and I could not really believe what I was seeing. Most of his chakras looked about like everybody else's and a couple of them looked completely different, like really different. And I, I kept looking at it and then I think, no, this must be me. Shake my head, you know, look again, you know, look again. And, and he's waiting for me. He's like, this was in person. He was sitting there waiting. And back then, in the day when yeah, you did the in person. And, and then I said, okay, I'm just going to go with what I see. And one of the things that was really different was that his solar plexus chakra in 90%, 99% of the people is when it's healthy is a bright sunny yellow. And it's the solar plexus is what gives people this warm feeling when you meet them. If they've got a healthy solar plexus, it's where people feel from, you know, they say, I feel it in my belly. I feel it in my gut. Yeah. I feel it in my gut. But his was completely deep, dark, inky indigo blue. Okay. Not a trace of anything else. And it didn't have any kind of feeling to me. If anything, it felt cold, but it just was completely blue, uh -huh. indigo blue, really inky dark, but it didn't feel bad or creepy. Just different. Just really different. Just yeah. really, really different. And when I got to his crown chakra, it also looked very different. Instead of having a lot of color or very much color at all, there was this looked like a ring, like almost a, a ring that looked like a smooth white electrical wire. It didn't look like a shiny white color. And it had these connections that went out 
and I got the distinct impression that he was connected to four other human beings that were living uh-huh. on the planet on the, the same planet time. on the planet at the same time. And then there was one other connection that went to an unknown gray being. Okay. Being that just was gray. And I thought, wow, I don't know what this means. And I'm I'm telling this to this young man and he just tears start rolling down his face and he's like, I know I'm different. And he says, Am I the only one? Uh-huh. And I'm like, I don't know. Right. Because that was the first one you had encountered. It was the very first one. I said, I honestly, I don't know. And I, he says, well, why am I like this? So I don't know. You know, I said, if, he says, have you seen anything like this before? And he said, I said, no. And he goes, I knew it, you know, <laughs> I knew it. I'm so strange. I'm strange <laughs> and alone. And, and I felt so bad for him, you know, and I, and I, and I wish I could give him more information. And we talked for a long time. How long ago was this reading that you did for him? Oh, uh, I think, well, I think you were about five. Okay. So that was like 30 years ago. 30 years ago. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, and, and I just pondered a lot after I'd done that reading, I pondered a lot. What is that supposed to mean? I really don't know. But then an interesting thing happened. Another person just like that came in within the next two weeks. Uh huh. All of a sudden, they had heard about me, I don't know where, and wanted a reading. And it was the same thing, uh, the same thing. And I also noticed they looked the same physically. Hmm. They had the same body type. They both had brown, straight hair. They both were kind of narrow from their shoulders to their hips, a little bit on the narrow side, but made them look kind of taller than they were. Mm -hmm. you know, they weren't super tall, but it kind of gave them this skinny, tall look. And the same thing. And nice people. They're both nice people. They're both like ambitious people that wanted to help others and things like that. And so then I'm like, wow, now there's another one. I don't know. You know, I really don't know what this means. And then over the next three months, I had another 10. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, boom, boom, boom. And at first I didn't understand, like, why am I all of a sudden is this something happening suddenly? And the thing is that their ages varied from 16, the youngest, mm -hmm. to um, 73, the okay. oldest. So the, they were widespread, you know, wide variety of them uh, in age. But their chakra systems were almost like exactly the same. And they were all t very telepathic. Most of them, not 100%, but most of them said they did not look like other family members. Okay. And they felt like they were strange. So different from their family. They, they felt, yeah, it's Or strange. different from everybody. Well, but especially in their family, they just felt like they were the odd, you know, black sheep in the family. They all seemed to be really interested in making things happen, uh, like business or, or prosperity. And most of them were um, interested in helping other people. Okay, so how does that affect your creating things in a material world? Because you were saying a yellow, healthy solar plexus is what will create a lot of those things. And if they have just a different color or thing going on, are they still successful in creating? Most of these people were very successful. Okay, so it didn't really affect them in that way. It didn't really affect them in that way. And I actually went, I, I for a while, I was 
thinking of dating again. And I went on a dating site and I just, I didn't like read anybody's thing. I just scanned along the pictures, you know, until I got like a, like a, like a zing, like I should. So I, I, and I found this one person and talked to him and he said, yeah, let's, let's meet. And it turned out he was one of them. Okay. And again, extremely successful person is a person who had in his twenties had nothing and had become a billionaire. Yeah. I mean, completely self-made. And he said he could walk into a building and he could control in his words, I can control what everybody does in the, the room, in the room, I would <laughs> the building, make a really good lawyer. I know. So it was kind of, you know, it, that was very interesting because I spent a lot of time with him and, uh, over the next couple of years and he again, matched body type and the same attitude. Most of them, like to be in the dark, uh, more like they liked their house to be dark, like blackout windows and things like that. Low light, not like dark, dark, but not like a vampire dark, (laughs) but more like low light. They didn't like really bright light. I don't know why that is. I have no idea. Um, but several of them, I went to their houses and I'm like, wow, this is the same thing I've seen in every other one of their houses. They got the, all the windows really covered yeah and not so no no one would see them but just because they of the light and um so it was interesting it was interesting to try to figure this out the one that that i had dated uh he actually said that he was aware of these people that he was connected to and more aware of one than the other three he said one he he felt strongly that it was a woman that he it was an oriental woman on maybe another part of the planet mm-hmm. and that uh he felt like she was like a powerful person and he felt like sometimes when she had a real swing in her moods or something he could feel it okay and he noticed that so i thought that was really interesting you know, why would something like that even exist is beyond me i really don't know i mean to this day i don't know I actually decided to introduce some of them to the other ones. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You know, they began to get, you know, by the time I got this thought, I had then seen about 24. Uh So I, what do you call up all 24? Hey, do you guys want to have a party? (laughs) Well, no, but there was in, in an area, there was close enough that I got about 10 of them together. Uh And it was interesting because we we all met at like a Chinese food restaurant in in Medford and we were going to all have lunch, which we did. And it was, I noticed the interesting thing. They started at first, they hardly were talking at all. Uh Then they started like chatting. Then they started like dropping off words. And after a while, I realized that they were just telepathing with each other without even realizing they weren't completing sentences, but they were all understanding what everybody else was saying, except me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It was kind of weird. It was kind of good for a lot of them. They felt connected. They didn't feel quite so alone. Right. About 30% of the ones I'd seen were in power positions, but not the first person. Like if they were in a corporation, they weren't the like president of the corporation, but maybe like behind the scenes behind the scene or the you know the vice president or the top secretary or they were in a position that had a lot of power but not as much notice Uh uh-huh no they seemed to they see quite a few of them had that the youngest one of course the 16 year old that was not true but 
but he already had a sense that he had a lot of power. They all seemed to have a sense that they had a lot of power and a lot of ability. And I could see no difficulty with them manifesting what they wanted to manifest. It seemed like for whatever reason, this indigo blue solar plexus worked just fine. Where it didn't work was that um, when you go up to somebody and you meet them, you feel this warmth. Mm -hmm. And when people would encounter these people, they felt coldness mm -hmm. and they didn't trust it. So this was more of a problem like in relationships with friendships, bosses, uh, romantic relationships and things like that. Well, it's more, it was more of a problem with meeting, getting to meet somebody because people just were put off by what they felt initially. Okay. They just, it felt like, I just have a bad vibe of that person or something. It seems cold, you know? Okay. I mean, they mostly said they were cold or they were unfeeling. Okay. I don't think they were unfeeling and I didn't feel coldness, but if you look into it, like a shimmering sunny lake or pool, that's more inviting than if you're looking into something inky dark. Okay. <laughs> so would you dive into that pool? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so only the people that like cold plunges. Yeah. So that it gave people an odd feeling about them. People sensed there was something different about them and so they almost every single one so they had difficulty meeting people and getting to know them once if they could get past that they did okay oh uh, they seemed to do okay in relationships and stuff but they tended to be loners mm -hmm. they're not like family people for some reason i again i don't know why it was very interesting now we come you know 30 years later and i've seen a just under 60. Yeah. So what have you learned in the 60 readings that you've done of all people with similar? Well, I begin to think, I look at a lot of people's chakras and past lives and everything like that. These, I believe that these people have some sort of genetic manipulation that has been done to them in this lifetime and only in this lifetime. Um, either right after they were born or before they were born. Okay. There's many theories as to how that could happen. I don't want to go into all of those, but I do believe that they, their families were like one thing and they wound up this other thing. And I think that it happened. Although they still have this, the same genetic DNA from the parents. Yes, it's just been... yes, but it's been altered. I think it's been altered. And I think it was me. And I I, I more favored the idea that it was altered in the womb. Uh -huh. I think that even maybe very early. And they just came out different. And I don't think that this is something that they were like this way in the last life and then many lifetimes. Right. Just the one life. Just this one lifetime. Almost like if in this one lifetime you... And there are some of them who who believed that they had abductions in their family uh -huh. but i had no proof of that but some people talked about that or their mothers had that or various different things and that's all really hard to know right there's just no way to substantiate something like that but what i do know is that there is a 
a subset of people out there. Now, I am only, I'm seeing people that are pretty spiritual. You know, the average person doesn't come to me. You have to be a kind of a special, a little bit weird person <laughs> to, come, to come and have a reading with me or a very spiritually oriented person. And so of the people that I'm seeing, I'm seeing about uh, 300 people a year. And I've seen about 50 of these in 30 years. So. But you weren't always doing 300 readings. No, I wasn't. But so. So like I in the actual statistics of like, you know. It's like maybe half of 1% or something, you know, it's right. hard, hard to know. Uh, but still, that's a big number. If, so like how many of how many indigos have you done readings for like this year? It'd be like uh, three. Okay, so three in like 300. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, so that's about 1%. But I don't think it's always 1%. Right. And I do call them indigos. You know, when when it started, there was this big thing about indigo children. And I kept wondering, you know, when am I going to see an indigo child? You know, one of these special indigo children. And I never saw a single child. I've seen so many gifted children. And not one of them had any predominant in indigo color in their their thing. None of them. Mm -hmm. They just didn't look that way. Some of them were really interesting, but they didn't have that. But these people, every single one, had the same profile. And every one of them had this indigo blue. And it was also very interesting that there are a couple of people, not all of them, but there are just a few, I think maybe three out of all of them that I saw, that seemed to be trying to overcome what is happening okay and so that their indigo solar plexus was like surrounded by like yellow flames like shooting out of the edges like i'm trying to bring it back to I'm trying to be more yeah i'm trying to make it yellow or something, or something and doing a, and 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 one of these people i actually talked to and said yeah i am trying to do that you know i'm trying to change it so that they were literally using their energy and their force to i want to make my chakra yellow i'm going to see it yellow it's going to be yellow and then okay. it was still mainly uh, blue. indigo blue but had these bright yellow edges kind of peeking out you know and i thought <laughs> well that's really interesting so they have some control over it but it just it's just a mystery okay a, a very very interesting but different mystery and, you know, it shows you just never know what you're going to see. So what do you say to these people that end up with these chakra systems? If somebody is listening to this and feels that they kind of fit all of those symptoms, have felt estranged from their family, you know, fit the profile and like, what's the helpful information of knowing this for them? Well, I mean, most of these people, like I said, feel very isolated and very different, but they're definitely not alone. There are other people out there, no matter how different you may seem, mm -hmm. you know, you're not, you're not unique in the universe or, you know, very unlikely you might be like, you know, super strange, but you're not completely alone. And I think, like I said, these people were trying hard to, to do the right thing. There were one or two that just had just super big egos. <laughs> <laughs> More than that, you know, more than like, we. well, I, I don't care about other people, but I, I can make a lot of money, you know, but most of them are not more that way. 
So, I don't know. You know, that's one of life's mysteries. They were all very telepathic. They, well, they all had some degree of this ability called shape-shifting. Okay. But it, it wasn't quite like, it wasn't like I, they're going to turn into a kind Not of, like you see on like X-Men, like the no, shape-shifting. No, no, shifting. no. Yeah. But the thing is, they could kind of change your perception of what they looked like. Okay. You know, like so more I, like I a, can look almost like a telepathic yeah. ability of I'm gonna make you think I look this way. I can look thinner, or I can I can look like more blonde, you know, or you blonde, so that kind of thing. And one of them was this girl, and she was just really feisty. And I was saying, okay, you have this really beautiful gold heart chakra. And then she said to me, "Is that the way you want it to look?" <laughs> and then she made a change. Okay. And I went, huh, okay. And then she, I said, okay, so now it doesn't look, it doesn't look that way. It's a different color. And then she changed it again. And I said, well, if we're just going to do this, there's no real point. Yeah. There's no point in me sitting here. I got that you can do this. It's very impressive. <laughs> Thank you. Let's move on. I'm here to help you. This isn't helping you. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe it was. She seemed really amused by it, but she, she pumping liked, up her ego a little bit. Know, she liked the idea that I got that she could do that. Um, and I, I saw that more in the women than the men, but I spent more time with more of the women. So I don't really I feel know. like more of the women come to you for these chakra readings than the men in general. Yeah, anyway, I didn't, yeah, I didn't have that many men, but there were a few. There's not been a lot. I think maybe five of them have been men and yeah, the least have been women. But I feel like I'll see statistics of people that come to you. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like men flock, flock to me, but they should. <laughs> if you're listening. <laughs> I should listen to the podcast. One of the funny things that I think of, or when I when I'm with you and you tell some of these men you should get a reading, it's so funny to me to hear the very common answer is like, "Oh no, I could never know that much about myself." I'm terrified. <laughs> I'm terrified of that. One one guy recently said, "I'm terrified." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tell them, girls, I'm not that scary. <laughs> But at any rate, they did have this tremendous ability to telepath. They had this ability to change perception of what they looked like. And and to some degree, and some of them might have been more than others because there was only the one. Some of them talked about it, but there was only the one that demonstrated it in front of me. And it was kind of startling, really. So they they had these, you know, a little bit of mini superpowers. Um they seem to, some of them seem to be very um, clairvoyant. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the, the one person that I had dated, he took out a drawing that was like done when he is early teens of a plot of land that he said he would have one day. And then he took out the plot of land that he owned at that time. And they matched almost exactly. Mm, that's cool. Yeah, so he knew that he was going to down the road be able to buy this piece of land, which is really huge, and uh, and had a reservoir and everything on it. So, and was able to, you know, have that out there, and able to do that when he was twelve years old, draw out the whole plot. It's kind of nice that he was able to recognize that that might be something important later, 
put it away in a binder of a drawing from when you're 12 to keep it until you can afford to buy the land. Yeah, and found And then, it. When founded, he was in a different part of the country. He was clear across the United States when he drew it and, mm -hmm. and came out to Oregon when he bought it. So it was interesting. But so there's this is an interesting, fascinating group of people Mm -hmm. that have some very, very different things in their chakra systems. They're very special. And mostly I, the ones I met, they're impressive and interesting people for me to talk to. Uh, I like, I like them uh, as a group. Uh, everyone I've met, they, they're fascinating. Yeah. They're intelligent. They're quick minded. Most of them are witty uh, and they're interesting. And obviously their chakra system was very interesting. So very different, something very different. What other kinds of interesting chakra systems have you seen? Well, there was one young man that really stuck in my mind. I, I was referred to him because a psychologist was afraid he might murder some. She said to me, I want you to go look at this young man because I feel like he, he has been incarcerated but not for any violent crimes but i feel like he could do anything okay you know she said i just feel like there's this possibility he could do anything and here you go my brave mother being like <laughs> of course i will go right on up and have a talk with him so and he was at the time in a foster home and he was in his late teens but not yet 18. so i went to look at this young man and his foster mother was this sweet little old woman. And she's like, you just have to tell him to be a good boy. I know he could be a good boy. And, uh, and I was looking at him and it was stunning. And he was, first of all, he was stunningly beautiful. He was like, like physical appearance, physically, physically, not energetically, but physically almost like model, perfect, beautiful. Yeah, they say the the people that are defined as more beautiful in the world, the people that tend to be more models, have more symmetry in their features. Like their noses are the same shape on both sides. Their eyes are more closer to equal. And it's something that our eyes don't see very much. But like when we look at someone and decide if they're like, beautiful or ugly a lot of times that underlying thing that you don't pick up on is the symmetry of their facial features well he definitely had a beautiful face radiant skin perfect blonde hair that was wavy and like in perfect position very balanced build in his body didn't see him in a bathing suit but you know basically i would pretty hope not. he's under 18. <laughs> Anyway, he was stunningly beautiful. And I'm looking at his chakras and every single chakra, every bit of his energy was blacker than coal. Okay. It was black, 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 black. I had never seen that in anyone else. I've seen spots that were black. Yeah. It was this, like entities or dark patches. Right. Where people have had trauma or something. He was black every single bit of him it really kind of gave me the chills i had never seen this and he just when he saw that i recognized that he gave me this smirk okay like 
So now what are you going to do about it? And I'm thinking, I was thinking, I don't know. Like, yeah, what am I going to do? What am I going to say to his mom? And what could I possibly say to him that's going to change this from like completely black? Well, yeah. And so what is, what does that mean? Like, because <laughs> he it had no feeling and no color. Okay. Just solid black. He hadn't actually like murdered anyone or was a bad person or well, anything had, in a way. He had caused some problems and he had been in he had been in prison, but it was more uh like intellectual crime, computer crime, things okay. like that. Uh-huh. So there was some serious worries about what this kid might be capable of. There was I had no feeling of him being violent. But I knew that he knew the way I saw him. And he and he did give me this look like, you know, so now what are you going to do? And I, I'm like, that is a good question. Right. And so, <laughs> I mean, I, what did you ask the angels? What information did they give you? Nothing other than this is, this is it. Uh-huh. Just this is black. And I did not feel that this was a normal person. I don't know. If it was something really different, but I just, this did not feel like a person. It didn't feel like anything. Uh-huh. It just felt like I was looking at a black wall. I couldn't feel any heart. I couldn't feel anything. And I just, you know, made some sort of generic statements about, being a good person, think about light, things like that. <laughs> it's awful. I mean, I felt like, whoa, I don't know what to do. And kind of exited the place as soon as I possibly could. But <laughs> And what did you tell the poor mother? Well, I didn't say much to her because she was having privacy. But, you know, I, I told her what she wanted. You'd be a good boy. You right, know? right. But, uh, but I had no actual feeling that anything I said made any difference to this young man. Okay. It's possible that he'd found a way to completely mask his energy and that behind that it would be something different. I don't know. It's hard to know. Even now it's hard to hard to understand what makes that energy that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he knew he, I was outmaneuvered. There was no doubt about that. And, you know, when I called and, talked to his psychiatrist the the person was just like yeah well that kind of fits the way i feel too but i was hoping you'd see something a little bit better but right that, that didn't happen yeah it seems and, like and out she, of all of the readings that seems like the most uh hopeless <laughs> answers of of one you're like well i don't really know i can't give you any information so you know and she was saying, well, what do we do? And I said, well, I don't think you can do anything. If he doesn't actually commit another crime, you can't throw him in jail for having black chakras. Right. Um, so nothing you can do. I don't, it, there just are people out there. So hard to know. know. How many of those? I don't know. I've only ever seen one. Mm-hmm. That was a one. Very different thing. Maybe somebody out, out there has seen someone similar and they can call and let me know. Another thing that I had happened, and this was fairly recently, a person signed up for a reading and I went to do the reading 
and I saw this beautiful pink and purple and kind of violet being with a long uh, almond shaped head and uh, very beautiful uh, almost cat like eyes and kind of draped in beads and jewelry and like stones hanging down in different places really very pretty I wish I could draw it it was very pretty but nothing else and again no feeling mm. no feeling at all and so this is when you're going to scan chakra systems and then you're like there's there's no heart chakra to scan this there, is the only no, thing that you're no I'm just seeing this being no no heart chakra no chakras no feeling it had nothing to feel, to grok, um, just this really different looking energy body mm-hmm. that I have never seen. I have never seen. It was very, very different. And I couldn't decide what to do. I mean, I, I thought, well, I don't know. Is this an alien? I don't know if this is an alien. It might not be. We agreed we weren't going to say alien. Okay. okay. <laughs> so I didn't know what to do. So what I did is I sent a letter back to this person and said, you know, I'm refunding your money because you have a very different energy signature yeah. than anything I've ever seen. And I'm sure you'd like to have information about yourself, but I can't give it to you. I literally can't give it to you because I literally am not getting anything that I can interpret. Mm-hmm. And I, and I, I did say, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with you or bad. It just can't. I don't have the books on. Yeah, this I don't have the information to interpret your very unusual energy signature. That's what I what I said. And the person responded with kind of a, OK, I was hoping for more information than that. But what could they do? And then two days later, this being, the spirit or her spirit um, came into my room. Mm hmm. And just was not on the floor, was suspended in the air in my room um, and just stared at me. We kind of had a stare down. Kind of just checking you out. Yeah. You looked at me. Now I'm going to look at yeah, you. Yeah. She's she just looking at me. Didn't was not aggressive in any way. Was just looking at me and I was just looking at her. And this went on for about 15, 20 minutes. Okay. And then left. And I didn't hear anything. And then. That was six or eight months went by, and then uh, she came back and said she didn't have any consciousness of that. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So she she didn't know what to make of that. So do you think that's not her energy body that you were seeing, but like a being protecting over her? That's a possibility. I mean, it could be an angel or something that's protecting her and that looks that way. It could be so many things i mean so many possibilities you know like i said it was this being was very pretty it was very lovely to look at um something that you see maybe on a sci-fi or something that would be really you know the artist would go you know wow this is this would be a great major player or something in a movie but it could be it could have been something blocking her energy it could be some alter ego that she has or something that Hmm covers her other energy um unknown unknown i really don't have enough information i couldn't get enough information the angels weren't giving me any information 
some of these people, they seem like they're almost outside of the system. Mm. Or outside of the system I'm working in. And maybe wherever the rest of their system is, maybe there's more beings and more people there that would understand this. But um, it's it was very, very, very weird. It was weird to have that happen, have that being come in and just stare me down. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, hmm, now don't piss her off. <laughs> you don't want to piss off this strange <laughs> creature, whatever it is. So I really didn't say anything or try to make any moves. I was just, okay, we'll both look at each other for however long that's going to happen. But I didn't feel endangered and didn't feel like this was any evil or darkness or anything like that. Or even an agenda. I actually didn't feel anything. It's like, okay, that's different. Okay, so what other types of beings have you encountered? Well, I did have a lady that told me one time that her, she didn't think her husband was human. She thought he was different. And I thought she was neurotic. (laughs) Honestly, I'm like, I I spent time with her and her chakra system looked rather a mess in, you know, a hot mess on a hot mess. And, and I spent time listening to her and I thought, you know, I don't know why she's saying that. I just didn't have a feeling about it one way or the other, but I'm like, okay, you know, okay. So maybe what she was saying. It's not so neurotic after all. I mean, I don't know, you know, and and what could I do about this? You know, what are you going to do? Go tell the police there's a guy with black eyes that can make his eyes go black. I don't know. There's nothing you could do about that, but I thought. Right. And I'm sure that. Once the police show up, of course, it's kind of like taking your car to the mechanic. My car is making a noise and then it doesn't make the noise when you're there. Yeah, it really was nothing I could think of that it could do. (laughs) Like, I don't know if I was ready for that. But over several years, there was about three different times when I had encountered people that their eyes would change. Their eyes would be looking at you and then it's almost like when a like a reptile blinks and you see a little different mm-hmm. lid for a minute that their eyes go black and coal black. They're, well, actually it's kind of like shiny, like hematite, uh, uh-huh. like a shiny black. Yeah. Like, like a shimmering shimmering. Yeah. And then goes back to looking like a regular eye. Then of course those people weren't coming to me for readings, but I encountered them in households and things. And, and generally the people living with them are nervous. Uh-huh. They're agitated or something. They feel like they're in a situation that's out of their control and they're not too happy about it. Uh-huh. And of course, you oftentimes in relationships will be in circumstances like that and people will talk about that. So that's not that unusual for one partner to be kind of overpowering the other partner. And sometimes I get in the middle of negotiating that back and forth. But in these cases, the person only just appeared really in a short window of time to kind of let me know. That there was something going on. Yeah. That, well, or that they're there, you that know, they're and, there and sort of, they've got their eye on me, which was unsettling. So I, and I don't know again, how many of those are out there, maybe a lot, maybe not so many, 
it's very difficult to know, but there definitely are, are differences. Mm-hmm. And it's just something someone can encounter. So then I know you've told me stories of different beings that you can encounter on the astral as well. On the astral, there's a lot in, and some of them seem really benevolent and some of them seem really unsafe. Okay. Um, there, I remember I went to see someone channel and this woman was saying she was channeling all the ascended masters, which always cracks me up because wouldn't one ascended master know as much as all the rest? How many do you need? But at any rate, but what I, I could see that she was channeling this kind of a being that I have seen before that they really aren't, they don't have a body. They're more like if you had a, a, like a soft cloud and within that cloud, you had a spray of stars going from tiny stars to like if some, like you see sometimes like a galaxy cluster. Well, no, no, just like a, a, like a, a, a spray, like a spray of flowers where you start at a, uh, at a point and then comes out more like the tail of a shooting star yeah breaks kind off of, or something. yeah sort of like that and every time i ever saw this kind of being they were always in pastels like okay <laughs> well it's seriously they were like little pastel pink or pants pastel lavender a uh, little pastel blue okay I, I don't think i've ever saw a yellow one but they were like that okay but i saw them enough that i began to recognize and uh, and these beings are very verbal. Mm-hmm. Um, they talk a lot, you know, and they have a lot. They'll, they'll, they'll tell the person tons of stuff. So the person saying, you know, I'm talking to an ascendant master, and he says, you know, I should travel to New York, and da 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 da. Mostly, from what I could tell, their 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 information is fairly accurate. They had pretty high level of accuracy, and they. So these are like intelligent beings telling things that are real mm-hmm. and two people that can channel. Okay. And, uh, and with a pretty high rate of accuracy, you know, I mean, if you tell someone to go to New York and they don't go, you don't know how accurate that is, but. Right. Like that property that you should have bought in Montana. <laughs> something like that. They say things that angels wouldn't say. Angels do not tell you what to do. Okay. These beings will, will do that. And so I didn't see them as harmful in any way. They just seem to be very chatty. Yeah. Kind of conversant beings on the astral. I don't know how extensive they are in the universe. It was interesting. I went back to the same place where this woman was channeling and she had crossed out on her little poster. She literally just crossed out ascended masters and wrote in the others, <laughs> the others, <laughs> at least now she had a better idea who she was channeling because I told her, I said, I can see what you're channeling, but it is not an ascended master. And and the reason I'm saying this, you know, I was trying to be very nice about it. I said, is that they've never actually been in a body. Uh-huh. So they actually haven't actually ascended. Uh-huh. And I described the beams to her and I said, uh, but they do seem to have good information. And I don't think there's any danger, you know? So she was yeah. like, oh, cool, that's really helpful. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas an ascended master is somebody that 
was on the planet and had many lifetimes and then become an astral being well or or an angel kind of thing in theory as somebody i don't know how many lifetimes you'd have to be but you would have to be here become a master and ascend Uh would you to become well i don't know like when people say they're channeling the ascended masters or something like have you seen any of those beings no uh, honestly no okay i've never seen someone who said they were channeling an ascended master i've never seen an ascended master in the room or in the okay and in then in all of the readings no ascended masters have been looking over anybody or kind of thing well no that's not true uh there are people that i've seen ancient chinese doctors i've seen a people that had like a buddha figure looking over them there are people Uh that do have a connection to different masters to different masters and uh the christ being i've seen literally the christ light over some people so there is that can happen in none of those cases and and obviously i haven't talked to everybody were the beings that I saw channeling a lot of messages. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And I've been a friend of mine. We were for a while we were dating and we also decided to go and do the whole channeling circuit. You know, let's go everywhere and listen to all these different channelers. And uh, none of them did I see a being being there. Interesting. Um, that was overseeing it. The, the Well, there's one exception. I was in I was in Wyoming at a huge seminar about sacred sound. Okay. And someone said something about, well, would angels make sacred sound? And there was like a uh, kind of little discussion about that. And, uh, and then someone said, well, if they could make sacred sound, they would give us a sign. Okay. And they had these bells mm-hmm. uh, up on the, on the podium. And when they said that, the bells went ding, ding, ding. (laughs) (laughs) And everybody got chills. I mean, I get chills now. Yeah, I got chills. Yeah, so uh, that was an exception. Okay. But I don't know if that was an ascended master. I think that was an angel. Yeah. And that being like, yes, we are here. (laughs) (laughs) And that's kind of like angels. Angels have a sense of humor, generally. They're they're a little Watching over us, and they're like, hee hee. (laughs) And almost all the people there were like, whoa. It's cool. So there are beings that will do that, but which if you were channeling something like that, um, that would not be a stretch. Uh-huh. It's difficult to know. I did see in Brazil people channeling a kind of a master and embody different beings. They have these ceremonies where they call a certain aspect of what they call aspects of God. And there was one part where they called the old, I I don't know the exact uh, translation, but kind of was like the old poor man. Okay. You know, and they would bring out pieces of log for them to sit on and they would light tobacco. But these people that could be young men or young women or slightly older men will suddenly incorporate one of these beings one of the old men and you could almost see the old man sitting inside their body 
And then he'd sit down on the log and he'd be smoking this tobacco. And then he'd start telling people, people could come up and ask him questions and they'd answer their questions. Okay. And it was very, very interesting. Um, it's like, so long as I've got my cigarette, I got all day to talk to you. <laughs> it was kind of interesting. People that never smoke, you know, they would incorporate this old guy, old wise guy, sort of. And, uh, and then they'd be smoking, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Smoking a corn, like these little corn pipes, these little handmade pipes with tobacco in it and sitting on their log. It was part of the ceremony. And people were really interested in getting uh, the Brazilian people. They wanted to be one of the ones who could go up and ask. They wanted to ask these people whatever they wanted to ask them. Mm -hmm. Not everybody could do it. You couldn't run 200 people through that. So there was just a few people they'd select that had requested it and let them come up and talk to the old guy. Okay. So, and that was interesting. And, and Bishinia would incorporate this being that was violet, like pure violet light. And she was only not even four feet tall, just uh -huh. barely four feet tall. But this violet light was like beyond the doorways. Okay. It was this huge dome of violet light. And, when she did this and she spoke, and I think I've mentioned this in other podcasts, it was like the voice came from inside your heart and boomed out. This like boom, boom, boom. Mm -hmm. I literally shook my being and I go, whatever's happening here, this is major. Oh, it's very, very different and very interesting energy and very healing energy. So I definitely have seen people incorporate and have information and she when she did that then she would go up to this line of drummers and musicians she would listen to a song from a plant that they hadn't heard before she would quickly get the words to the song and the melody and then she would kind of sing it to the drummers mm -hmm. and to their their kind of chorus and then they would pick it up and the cut sometime it took her a couple of times. She said, no, no, no. She's shaking her finger. No, no, no. That's not quite right. And do it again and then have it. And then they'd play this music and it would just like go through your soul. Mm. It just would just revibrate through your whole body. It was really impressive. It sounds really cool. It was very cool. So they're that kind of thing. So I don't know what conclusion anybody can make or I can make other than the universe, the astral universe and this universe, it's vast. Mm -hmm. oh, and there's, there's big differences and there's stuff going on that is yet to be explained or discovered. And if you're out there, like I am seeing a lot of people in your lifetime, you're going to come across some of this. Mm -hmm. And if you have stories you want to share, we would love to love to hear it. Love to hear it. Um, call in, write in, tell us about it. That'd be great to hear other people's experiences with these different beings or how many anything you're seeing out there. How many indigos have you seen? Right. <laughs> <laughs> have you actually seen as the you know uh, somebody channel or uh, uh, an ascended master? Yeah. And have you seen the Ascendant Master? That's what I'd be interested in. Yeah. And knowing. But let us know. We're interested. 
We want to hear from you. And on that note, I guess we'll have another episode for you next week. We definitely will. Have fun. Talk to you soon. (laughs) Goodbye. See you in the morning. (laughs) Good night.